Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I'm speaking with Dr. Fred Guo about smoking, smoking cessation, and the reality of e-cigarettes. Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm here with Dr. Fred Guo, MD, an assistant professor for family medicine. Hi, how are you? Hi, thank you for asking. And how are you? I'm great. Now, the reason why I am speaking with you is because I heard that you have a very strong affinity towards smoking cessation. I have been working on smoking cessation for 19 years, and actually because I was a smoker, and I tried very hard to quit smoking at that time. So afterwards, I think I can help. Wow, so you were actually a smoker beforehand. Is that common in Taiwan for many doctors to be smokers? No, it's not common. So how long have you stopped smoking for? Since I was in medical school. And let me ask you the question, because a lot of people would like to know this. How hard is it to quit smoking? Uh, it's very hard, even if you just smoke one or two cigarettes a day. Uh, but you still feel urge when you didn't smoke for the whole day. So I think the hardest part to quit smoking is withdrawal symptoms. Withdrawal symptoms uh, make you have the urge to smoke. Most of the time when you feel that smoke is because you are under stress. Right. So would you say that the habit is more addicting than the nicotine? Actually, it's habit. It's part of due to nicotine addiction. Because when you have been working for two or three hours uh, without smoking, then uh, your certain level of nicotine continues to decrease. So you will have withdrawal symptoms that you will have urge, you feel irritable, you cannot be still, then you want to get up and have a puff. So partially, it's not only due to the habit you have, but also the withdrawal symptoms caused by nicotine. What are the withdrawal symptoms that people go through when they quit smoking? There are several uh, symptoms, including anxiety, depression, irritable, restless, and increased appetite, insomnia. Some people will get weight. Those are all withdrawal symptoms. And do you know the percentage of people who quit smoking and continue to quit smoking for the rest of their life? It is a low percentage. What we estimate is the six months of quit rate, which means you don't smoke after six months and only in seven days. We say the seven-day point quit rate, and that was about 30%. It's not a very high rate in terms of medical treatment. It's almost like you treat cancer. You only have 30% is there any medication that you can take to help you quit using nicotine and smoking cigarettes? Uh, sure. Uh, we have two kinds of medication. Uh, one kind we call the nicotine replacement therapy, uh, which contains uh, nicotine, including nicotine patch, nicotine tongue, nicotine inhaler. There are four types of uh, nicotine replacement therapy in Taiwan. And another kind is we call the 
non-nicotine medication. Uh, those medication have action over your neurotransmitter. And there are two kinds of medication, bupropion and uh, morinclin. So basically there are two categories, uh, the one with nicotine and, and the one without nicotine. Okay, and which one do you think is more effective? For a single engine, I think uh, vertically, uh, the one have the action on your neurotransmitter is more effective. It is supposed to be the most effective medication uh, at present. In the United States, the U.S. almost completely stopped people from smoking. The rate of smoking went down to very low percentage points. However, ever since the invention of electronic cigarettes, now nicotine use has increased. How do you feel about that? And what measures do you think need to be taken to stop nicotine use via electronic cigarettes? Electronic cigarettes. From our point of view, it is a nicotine product because most of the e-cigarette contains nicotine. So it is a way to continue nicotine addiction, not to stop addiction. So people who use tobacco cigarettes and then change to electronic cigarettes, they actually continue their nicotine addiction. So we don't agree the concept that you use e-cigarettes to start smoking. And why it's so popular in the United States is because many young people think e-cigarette is something fashionable. So it's not only used to replace uh, current smoking, it's used to something like interesting, something fun to use. So increase the rate of e-cigarette increased rapidly. I think it was 1.5% high school students using e-cigarettes in 2011, but increased to 27.5% of 2019. So it's more than 10 times increase uh, of the e-cigarette use among high school students. And that's a lot. So there are more young people smoking e-cigarettes than combustible cigarettes. That's a problem in the United States. So... How long would you say it would take someone to get addicted? Uh, it depends. About several weeks, I think that's enough to, to be addicted to cigarettes. Uh, there's a criteria to define cigarette smoking. That is, if you smoke more than 100 cigarettes in your life, then you are a smoker. So totally 100 cigarettes will be a, a concept of addiction. So let me ask you a question. If I live 80 years and I smoke 100 cigarettes throughout my entire life, only 100 cigarettes, would you consider me a smoker? Yes. That's the definition. Really? For all your life, if you smoke more than 100 cigarettes, you are a smoker. Okay, that's very interesting to know. Okay, so answer me this. Why do you think so many people in Asia smoke cigarettes, whereas in the United States and in Western Europe, smoking cigarettes is actually decreasing? I think the smoking rate in Taiwan is also decreasing. Uh, 
pretty high, like uh, 20 or 30 years ago, almost uh, 6% of adults are smokers. But now it decreased to uh, 14%. So in this decade, uh, the smoking rate has been decreased a lot. This also happened in Taiwan. Why the smoking rate was so high? It is because of the policy. The policy to control cigarettes is not strict. So you can purchase cigarettes from many stores, from grocery stores, from department stores, convenience stores, everywhere. There's almost no limitation to sell those products. And also, people use cigarettes as a social behavior. So if you meet someone, you give your friend a cigarette uh, to express your hospitality. This kind of culture uh, makes cigarettes more prevalent in Asia. I know in Western countries, it is rare that you give a cigarette to your friend at the start of the meeting or communication. But in Asia, it's very common. You give your, your friend a cigarette, they start talking. Do you know why cigarette smoking is more promoted here than it is in the West? I think it is the exposure in society. When many, many adults are smoking, then the uh, teenagers, they will learn the behavior from the adults. They want to pretend they have grown up. So to be a adult, they both that if you smoke, then you are considered to be an adult. If you talk about China, I think a smoking rate among young people are still increasing. But in Taiwan, it is increasing. A similar situation in Hong Kong or in Singapore, the smoking rate is decreasing. Since the sale of e-cigarettes is illegal, why are there so many e-cigarette stores allowed to be open all around Taipei? Uh, because the penalty is too small. Uh, the penalty for e-cigarette in Taiwan, there are two laws. One is if you sell nicotine, you are selling illegal drugs. The penalty is very high. So those e-cigarette stores you find on the street, they will not sell nicotine in the public. Instead, they sell e-cigarette without nicotine. Without nicotine, the penalty is by Tobacco Control Act, not by Education Act. But the Tobacco Control Hazard Control Act is very weak. The penalty is only one thousand to three thousand anti dollars for selling e-cigarettes without nicotine. So you see those stores they pay the penalty, then they continue to sell the e-cigarette. Do you understand? Yes, yeah, so like, of course. Yeah. If, if you drive the red light, mm -hmm. but the penalty is so small, only cost you $1,000. So you will continue to see people who drive through red light, right? Yes, but how does the e-cigarette companies get their companies approved by the government when they tell the government that they're going to open an e-cigarette store? The basic problem is Tobacco Hazard Control Act. The current version was closed 12 years ago. At that time, there was no e-cigarettes. So there is no real regulation of e-cigarettes in the law. So now, what they can publish then is by a law that you cannot produce products looks like cigarettes. So the penalty is very small. So now we are going to update the law so we can have the documents 
that can really have penalty uh, integrate and much higher than the currently we have. Otherwise, there will be no effect to control those stores to open. And when they open, they will not say they are integrate shops. They will not say that. They will say they are like a selling perfume. You know, perfume that's spray in the air. Oh, I see. So, so they lie. They lie. They they never not say which I register a store as a e-cigarette shop. No, no, they will not do that. They they saying they are going to sell a device that spread uh, perfume into air. Do you know that? No. So they they say they are going to sell that kind of thing, but actually they are selling e-cigarette. Okay, and. Do you think the increased penalty about smoking in front of convenience stores and MRTs is helping reduce smoking in Taiwan as well? Yes, yes. yes. So as you can see now, people they avoid to smoking in front of convenience store, right? And MRTs. And MRT, yeah. But they they will move to other places. They move to the street, right. the street. Right. They will find some to smoke anyway. Right. But at least not in front of the place that many people will get through. In the convenience store, in the station, there are so many people get in and get out. If some people are smoking there, it's harmful to the public. Those laws prevent those things. But in your opinion, Does the police enforce these policies very well? Not really. Not really. Not really strong. Not too many things that police have to do. It is probably very low priority job. So, if the police see a e-cigarette shop, or if the police see people smoking, that to them is very low priority, and they won't really report it. Correct? Yes. You're right. Well, thank you, Dr. Guo, so much for all of your help, and, and you've provided me with a lot of information for our listeners on Taiwan Talk. That's it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'd like to thank Dr. Guo again for joining me, and don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode. As always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.